Johnny, I don't know what's going on, but I know that it is Friday, May 28th, and we have made it through two weeks of podcasting. Debate Amongst Friends, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am so hyped. I don't even know why. Could be from the lack of sleep. Could be from too much hype juice. But I'm feeling good, Johnny. You got the Knicks shirt on. Unlike guys that we talked about yesterday doing their best impersonation of Sergeant Slaughter and Mike Ditka had a son. Yeah, I said it. That was a lot. I said First of it. all, folks, we at Debate Amongst Friends want to make sure that you drink responsibly. <laughs> drink so, responsibly. Whether it's, whether it's cranberry juice or hype juice, make sure you don't overindulge this weekend. Stay safe. And that's your daily PSA. But, hey. Doc, yes, well, we do about, need to talk about Let's the, talk about that. We need to talk about the hammer air quotes, that took place following those two incidents that we mentioned the other day. Yeah. Both both gentlemen, because they were both men. Right. No names, by the way, which is, which is fine. weird. But whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, were barred from any of those particular organizations' events indefinitely. Now, I said yesterday... Yeah, they're not going to be allowed to come back for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would rather them be permanently banned. For life. For life. Like the NWO. But it definitely means, of course, that can be lifted off. We don't know what criteria it will take for people to get taken off the infinite, uh, indefinite uh, list. Right. I mean, it might just be an apology, maybe, or... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... And and we mentioned this yesterday, given the current climate and you know all this other stuff that's going on, a permit ban should should wean anyone else from wanting to do something as dumb. I mean, we've seen it before where, you know, like we always use wrestling as reference because I feel like those fans are always nuts, but um, we've seen it before where, you know, a fan might have just got too close to one of the wrestlers or, yeah. you know, might have just got a little too drunk or whatever, a little handsy with some of the ladies. Yeah, we've definitely seen the younger yeah. getting so, handsy with some of the female wrestlers. And I know that there was recently a guy, maybe last year, who jumped the turn, like jumped the fence or jumped the barricade. And gave a low blow to Randy Orton, and and yeah, he and he said he didn't get banned. He just said he wanted to get recognized so that he can actually try out. It's like what an extreme case, like you know. But some people just think that you know they buy a ticket and this is their shot to do whatever they feel is mm-hmm. you know, and and being that close to the action where you can touch a fan and unfortunately where you can spit on a fan is is just something that the NBA has to take into consideration. And maybe, maybe we have to 
push the fans back a little bit. Maybe we don't have those courtside seats. Maybe stadiums have to be readjusted. So we kind of have that, that kind of baseline a little more free, uh, so to speak. And of course, you know, I had a chance to listen to some former players and, you know, they were very upset about what happened. Of course. And this has been a recurring issue with the NBA for a long time. It's the fact that Mm -hmm. this is such a hands-on fan experience because the fans are right right there. There's no barrier separate. Yeah. Like, and and I had to take this notion of it. Think about if it was football. And someone did that to a fan. Oh, my God. Well, think about the guys who like, parachute the, onto the, the field. The, and the, the, the malice in the palace will pale in comparison if that happened yeah. on the football field. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think it's just better that way to just – and I'm not saying to move them back. I'm just saying, like, you know, similar to college basketball, how there's a little level of barrier, you yes. know? Like, it's not, like, huge, but – like the full baseline and then there's the seating. I, I think the, I think NCAA had a, like a step almost, yes. you know, during, during the, the bubble year, I'll say the bubble tournament, it was like a step. So they had it for like the final fours, but they had, they have the uh, player. Little, like, yeah. Like, and but it gives us space, you know? And I, I just think that these NBA teams are, they may have to either raise I don't know how you would do that, but you raise the court or you're going to have to take out some of those rows. I think you should take out some of those rows, honestly. I know they make a lot of money, but to protect the players. Let's not talk about that. I mean, we talk about greed. We're talking about how some of these uh, owners are just opening the the floodgates. Oh, they, they try to make all they trying to make all that money back in one playoff. I'm just saying. But for the but you think about it, for the Knicks, it's perfect because they weren't in the playoffs, right? So it's like you're making money back. You're making money now that you didn't even expect to be making now because the Knicks weren't, you know, competing. Yeah, but the but for MSG, they only had a certain percentage of people who actually attended the game were mm. fully vaccinated. And now right. going forward for them, this actually came out yesterday. They're going to keep it to just people who are fully vaccinated only. Which, as long as people don't think that just because you're fully vaccinated that you don't have to, you know, wear a mask or you don't have to wash your hands, which is pretty much like, oh, you know, yeah. basic. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh my God, I got to still, still sanitize there. my hands. I got to sanitize my hands. Oh my God, I can't believe this. I'm fully vaccinated. Who do you think always, you are? I am. You should always wash your hands. Yeah. Always. Right. In, in, in the words of Lacey Evans, you nasties. <laughs> you nasties. And I think that's that's something that I want people out there to know. Like, even if you're vaccinated, I would still take precaution because there are some really, really nasty people out there. And you don't want any of that nasty. You only want Pop's nasty. And that's Coach Pop. We should Good I'm yeah, sorry. context to that because we almost have to I'm make sorry. this explicit as well too. But we had three you. games yesterday. Yes, <laughs> blaze through these games. Let's blaze. Uh, so we had the freeze. Yeah, I mean, I, now I feel like I got to start with the Trailblazers. <laughs> that, that was the whole reason I said that. Yeah. That okay. That was the second. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, now I feel like I mean the jokes on them because. I mean, I knew they were going to lose. I figured Jokic would 
go ahead and, and dominate them. I feel like I like I said, I feel like they have the the their ticket. Like they have the Trailblazers ticket. They know how to yeah. beat them and, and they're just beating them. Yeah, they're they're just absolutely dominating them. Um yeah. and of course still like you said, it is Nikola Jokic who is leading the way. Austin mm-hmm. Rivers came out and contributed well throughout the whole game, dropping twenty one points. I mean, after he, you know, absolutely destroyed my Knickerbockers, he's been playing pretty well <laughs> lately, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, and he played well for the Rockets, too. I just feel like he, he needed a chance um, to, you know, get out of the shadows of mm-hmm. really, really good players. Um, it's unfortunate that he couldn't break the rotation with the Knicks, but, I mean, he's been pretty good for the last couple of years. I think, uh, well, the reason why he didn't make the rotation for the Knicks is because he was really just a uh, trade fodder. He wasn't really going to be seriously, and it stinks because I really like. Yeah, him. these GMs are something else. I know, oh, you know, that's one of those things that um, Daryl Morey is is known for. Tra- you know, acquiring assets rather than players. But yes, it, it's really unbelievable, and I, I think somebody like, you know, like Rivers can really help your bench or be a serviceable starter. Um, but it's like I said the other day, um, I I mean, I don't know where he came from, but I think Campazzo is playing really, really good basketball. It's not like, you know, I'm, you're not going to expect him to score 30, 40 points, but. But he, he has quality minutes. Yeah, he can manage the game. Get the ball to Jokic. <laughs> That's it, you know. Get the ball yeah. to Michael Porter Jr. You I know, mean, throw a couple alley oops to Aaron Gordon. But, but let's quickly just talk about the Trailblazers. I think this has been a recurring theme with them, where there isn't anyone else not named C.J. McCollum or Damian Lillard really contributing for this squad, and well, that, and that third person was supposed to be Nurkic. So this is what I'll tell you. And this is me and my brother had this conversation yesterday. Um, Yeah. I mean, Carmelo did have 17, you know, right. He had 17. Um, Norman Powell had 18. This goes back to what we talked about with the trade for Norman Powell. Like, Hey, is this guy going to come in and really give you quality minutes? Mm-hmm. You know, can Carmelo give you quality minutes? And then after that, who else is going to give you the minutes? So I thought Anthony Simmons or Simons, however, however, his name is really Simons. pronounced. I thought he was going to be the type of guy that would fill in. But it just hasn't happened yet. So now you have to wonder, do the Trailblazers say, you know what? We've tried this for years, similar to the Wizards with, you know, Beal. And uh, Wall, we've tried it for years. It might be time to, to go our separate ways with one of them. I don't know which one you would decide, um, but or you try to, or you try to bring in a third star. Like this two star system is very hard to win with. Um, granted, I mean, granted, there's no such thing as a three star system anymore. It's like four, two. It's usually two. Yeah, at least two and a half. To, I mean, <laughs> like two and a half, like two and a half, and a baby. <laughs> and if you put in their kitchen, mellow. That's a one other. Star I guess. Right there. I guess Nurkic he he's struggling, he's, man. He's he's struggling this whole series. Yeah, he's definitely struggling. 
Yeah. And I mean, they played together in Denver for a little bit. So I'm sure he knows the moves, but I don't know, man. It, it, it is looking bad. I don't I don't want to say it's going to be a sweep. I really, really believe deep down yeah, in my heart. Sweep because the Blazers won the first oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Blazers. That's right. That's right. Thank God they won the first game. Thank God. <laughs> because um i mean but but portland's a a a tough team they're going to continue battling so yeah they're not going to go down you know whimpering like they're still gonna fight but (laughs) i mean and think about like this though they're in top both teams scored 56 points in the second half sure so the game was literally decided in the first half that's nuts that's so nuts that is too nuts. So that's it. <laughs> and like I said, there's only so many threes that Damian Lillard can hit. You and, know, and, like there's and, a, and of course Doc likes to talk about the stats. Second five half, he went second five half the Nuggets was at the line mm-hmm. 23 times versus the Trailblazers six. That's because Damian Lillard five for sixteen from three. McCullum, three for ten from three. Um, Mellow four for eight. They weren't driving the lane. Oh, I'm so glad that you mentioned the threes because yeah, I second the threes. half, McCullen one for three. Lillard, yeah, three for eleven. Mello, yeah, Mellow was hot. Four for five. Mellow, like, I yeah, can't get Mello. mad about that. Second half, he was dropping the shots finally. Well, Mellow goes streaking. You gotta mm-hmm. let Mellow streak a little bit. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But he went over five in the first half. <laughs> Is it because I said streaking? I'm just going to leave that one alone. We're going streaking! I'm just going to leave that one alone. But the fact that the Nuggets were able to get to the line and yeah. it slowed down the game. No, you're absolutely right. I I can't even argue with that. You're absolutely right. I, like I said, baseball, I just, you know, you, you leave the other pitcher, you know, sitting while the inning continues on, like the pitcher's arm, you know, gets cold. It, you know, they, they say that my shoulder's icing up. Right. Um, but let's move on to the next game here. We got the the Heat, who also have been struggling. Um, I don't know what else to really even say or do. Um, what are your thoughts? They don't score enough points. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. That is so Honestly, ridiculous. Honestly, that's really what their problem is. Like, they are a team where if you can limit – if you can, if if you're the Heat, if you can limit your opposition offensively, you have a chance to win. The problem is the Bucks are averaging about 110 points a game in this series. You, you don't know what was funny about this game outside of Bleacher Report. Getting doing a typo yes. and and i don't know if you had that person who wrote that uh i don't but dang it no nah, that was hilarious yeah one job but let me tell you what came up on my screen as i was leaving um we, we i went out for a little bit and i came back and, and as i was coming back i saw heat fans roasting Giannis at free throw line now i didn't look to see what happened but when i saw the final score i was like who cares what he did at the free throw line? Literally, they won. Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Like that's uh, that's that's being uh, salty right there. 
I'm sitting there and I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, are you are they serious right now? They are very um, serious. They're getting their, their buttons kicked. And they're right. like, well, let's see if we can, you know, hurt Giannis's feelings or something. Like, we want to feel good leaving this place. Wow, that's so insane. I'm like, they're getting shellacked. <laughs> I don't even think shellacked is the right word for this. And they're talking about a free throw, which again, I never looked to see what happened, but I'm like, he has 17, 17, and five. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and they're dominating. Dominating. You got Giannis only played so, four minutes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but the Heat, they're going to have to have a, a gut check. It's gut check time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's because ultimately if, it. If, I mean, this is it. This is yeah. it. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about this game anymore now because they didn't they didn't ruined it. Nope. Doc said that you disappointed him uh, and now we're moving on. Sorry, Mike. Excommunicado. <laughs> <laughs> so and the last thing, old, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns went to LA where there was apparently Kobe Bryant chance there where you know this blocked exactly by this is, this is uh, yeah. exactly what we would expect from this game. Like, this is yeah. not surprising, folks. Okay, if y'all thought the Suns was going to win this game, I'm sorry you made that bet. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's more of our hope that they win more than betting that they would win. Uh, and I hope people, people don't bet. bet. Well, people would bet because, you know, again, again, the Lakers are heavily favored to win the series. Sure. But people make bets based on past performance. Yes. You know, not this season. This is people are making bets on Phoenix being Phoenix of old rather than this new Phoenix team that's number one you know, or number number two, excuse me. Yeah. And you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well. Chris Paul is literally hamstringing the Suns right now. Yes. It's happening all over again. And I hope that the Suns have a great relationship with Devin Booker, because if not, he'll be the next one that wants to get a trade to the Brooklyn net of that particular time frame. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you'll be stuck with an aging veteran and a big who eventually you'll trade for peanuts and pennies on the dollar. That sounds like a Phoenix thing to do. And I'm to apologize folks, but doc is getting PTSD with the Chris Paul situation. And it's raw. It's, it's the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. Devin Booker is going to want to get out of Phoenix. He's going to go wherever he needs to go. And I mean, it'll be, it'll be what it is. Um, but Chris Paul, I hate that it's going down like this, but I feel like it's time for that. Eventually, yeah, it's like it's it's setting rapidly, rapidly. I can't disagree with that. I can't. Uh, and I w- I had high hopes for him in Houston, but you know, once we treated him, he really played well in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. You know, he had them believing and he had the, he had he has the sons believing. It's just his body, it just I guess I don't want to say it's failed him, but 
I mean, Father Time is catching up. Yep. I mean, we did have Frank Kaminsky signing. Which you wanted. I did. I know you wanted Frank out there. And and you think about it, Frank is one of the top scorers. Like, he's such a beast. Like, let the tank work. Let the tank rumble. Yeah, like, let him work. Uh, But, like I said, I get it. Um, they have to they have to work within the system. You know, I, I know they have a few guards who might be able to fill in, but as I told my brother, they can't fill in like Chris Paul. No. They just can't do it. Can't play with it. Can't coach with it. Just can't do it. Yep. Um, but this series is over though. No, a lot of people do. Off. Chris Paul said Suns and six. They have to win four straight. Chris Paul said it, not Doc. Chris Paul said Suns and six. He said it on his Twitter last night. Jeez. Yeah, I saw it. So tonight we're back here. Game threes. You know, we'll be talking about this on Monday. The New York Knicks headed to Atlanta. The Brooklyn Nets going to Boston. And the Clippers fighting for their lives. In Dallas, um, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Of course, next week we'll also get back into Dark Side of the Ring. Did you um, just stepped into that? Dark Side of the Ring. I did. Dark Side of the Ring. You know, that's not a travel. That's a Euro. It's all good. Uh, two steps. Two steps. Uh, but we'll get back into that. You know, we got the collision in Korea, North Korea. North Korea, yes. Yeah, North Korea, which was a very interesting tale. Um, it was a wild almost like, ride. Almost like it, almost like it never happened, but it did. Oh, no, it happened. <laughs> uh, wild story. So we'll get to that. We'll get hopefully this first round of the playoffs. Some of these uh, games will be over, but we'll get back to it on Monday. If you haven't listened to this week's show you can find them all on your favorite podcast platforms along with this one or on our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com but be sure to tune in on monday for more news more analysis and the reads